What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and man, I, I've i got a bad... I, I'm Sam Canning, and I get it, is what I wrote in my notes. That's no good. I was going to think of a better one. I, I remember thinking as I was driving home from work today, that won't. that's not going to cut it, and uh, I forgot. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I hate Amy. I forgot to do a nickname, too. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're I'm glad we're on the same uh, level right now. Um, this episode, Jordan. Yeah. What What? Tell us about it for episode. It was season. Four. It was season four, episode twenty one. Allies, uh, written by Brenda Hampton, <laughs> uh, directed uh, and and written by Elena Rada. This is a this is a they needed a double team this so, one, and directed by Keith Truesdale. Uh, Keith the man, uh, a bit of a stumble, I would say. It's kind of stumblers too, still stumble, stumbling. Yeah, a bit one. of that. Um, title watch. They said the word allies. They said it, alright, ding, got him. Uh, okay. <laughs> this episode. This episode, Jordan. Yeah. It's uh, bad. Did you like it? I'll tell you what, I didn't like this episode, but you uh-huh. know what I hated the most in this episode? Was it Amy Jurgens? It's... You could say that she's the most frustrating. I would say that she's the most frustrating and beautiful woman I've ever met. But I would cancel that, the word beautiful and just say frustrating and and despicable woman I've ever met. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, where I write, I uh, where I write down how was the episode. I just wrote, I hate this season. It's not a good. It's but I have weird. good. I have good news. Uh huh. Somehow, against all odds, we are almost done with this season. We got like I think we have three episodes left. You know what that means? It means we're almost done with this bad TV show, and this whole <laughs> adventure will come to an end. We're almost four-fifths... We're almost 80% of the way through this show. We're on the downward spiral of Brenda. You know what? I I, th- I think, actually, uh, 94, episode 94 of 121, we're a little bit... Yeah, we're at like 76%? Math... Like uh, three quarters of the way through this this toilet. How you show. feeling? I'm feeling bad. I'm excited really? for this to. I mean, I'm feeling good. My time we've with been, this show will be over. But we've like, been on this, this journey since I think like November 2017. But like, once this is over, we're probably never going to speak to each other again. No, and I'm excited pact. for that. Because That's good this too. Has caused a lot of friction between us. Uh, it's it's ironic because I think that this podcast. Uh, sort of brought us together as brothers because we we didn't really talk that much before, and I think that I think that we're going to talk less after than <laughs> we did before. So. I mean, I think I'm gonna in general just say less words because my mental sort of processing power will be like just angrily seething about how the show. It'll, it'll be a, it'll be a video of a, a carton of milk falling over on a table like in SpongeBob. at all times. But the carton of milk will have a picture of Ricky on it, and then the milk will have will be labeled like a Ben Garrison cartoon. Like this show <laughs> thinks he's good, and the table will be like Amy is bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then and then Donald Trump is in the background flexing. He's so fucking hot in those. Um. Comics. Okay. 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 The thing about this episode, it's not good. 
I, I, I really want because because we we're coming down to the end of season four. We are if if season four has a theme and a thesis, we should know what it is by now. It's and I don't want you to say that it's that Amy is bad. It's not that Amy's bad. What is I think, the central? Because okay, okay. Season here's one, what I think the central theme. Season here, one was about Amy being pregnant. Obviously, like that was the main core yeah. plot point. Season two, um, terrible relationship with Ben, and it culminated in season. God, I guess she was. Yeah, she. Well, it was. It was. I think that the breakup ended, and then right. Okay, so season two was basically about like, will Amy be with her 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 sweet gentle boyfriend Ben, or will she go for the 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 kind of yeah the bad she breaks up with Ben, and then Ben gets Adrian pregnant. Season three is all about Adrian's pregnancy. Right, season three is basically about Adrian's pregnancy. And then season here's what I think season four is about. Okay, uh-huh. this is genuinely my opinion, and I, I I know that Brenda thinks themes are for eighth grade book reports. Like we know this, she's not thinking about. Right, this we've shit. said many times that Brenda Hampton and D and D from Game of Thrones are basically the same. They're the same person. I think season four, the theme of this is the consequences of your actions, and I say this in the worst possible <laughs> that's fucking very way. Broad. I it's about that's, you know Ben's decisions. The, the theme of season four is about cause and happening. effect. No, because like we get that shit with like you knew you made this decision, Amy. And then like Ben's like his decision to be with Dylan. I guess you're right. It's like mistakes, living with your mistakes, like propose getting, being so. engaged guess, to ricky i guess yeah we're 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 sort of uh coming down to the end of the second act of secret life and now we're now we're beginning act three i suppose this is when chekhov's gun will finally fire right that means that uh ben is gonna get his nut it's finally for the first time after <laughs> if a teen is horny in the in after the premiere, years of canonical no eventually fat. they will have sex <laughs> let's go because we are we, we got a lot so the the main crux of this episode is that Amy, the worst person in the world, is failing all of her classes. Mm-hmm. And Miss O'Malley hates Amy. List of people who hate Amy, starting number one with Ricky, and then number two is Miss O'Malley, because because she's like she's like it's your fault that you. <laughs> it, this is this whole episode, huh? I wanna Do, I wanna correct something. Amy's not failing. She has she's she in has danger C's. of failing. She's got C's, yeah. and she's at risk of getting a D. Yeah, and by the way, Amy is very dumb and stupid because she's like, oh, it's only summer. summer school. Does yeah, it it's really not real. count? Yeah. Fake school. Why is uh, it? And O'Malley, can you please, uh, you know, Ethan, refresh my memory? Why is Amy in summer school? Was it to be with um, Lauren? To okay, help okay, no, no, yeah, yeah, okay. So, so Madison and Lauren, their parents said that they had to either get jobs at the funny food court, oh, or food service. I know, I know, Ew. I know. It's disgusting. Or uh, go to summer school. Uh, which I, I assume was like a threat. Like you gotta work this summer, or you're gonna have to go to summer school. But they're like summer school, please. I don't want to yeah, wear they a uniform. Hate work so much. So, right. so Amy. So they they wanted Amy to go with them so that they would have a friend there because they hate each other or something. I don't know. Okay. Are you satisfied? <laughs> That's a really terrible reason to go to summer school. Yeah. So so Mally's like, Amy, you can do it. Pep talk. Pep talk. And Amy says, I hate. Uh, but it's summer. Summer. And I, summer. I love this thing. That the summer. show is the sh- <laughs> summertime that the show does all the time, where characters are like, please, uh, adult responsibility figure. You don't understand how fucking stupid this situation is that the writers <laughs> put me in. 
Um, Miss O'Malley basically is going to hold Amy hostage in her office while she gets caught up with her schoolwork. And it really sucks, by the way. The way that O'Malley is talking about this, she's like, Amy, you can do it if you just focus and work hard. And, like, Amy hasn't, she hasn't been, like, blowing this off. Like, she's been working on it. Yeah, I don't understand this disconnect of, like, Amy's like, I can't hang out with any of my friends because I'm so busy at school, but apparently... She's slacking off, but yeah, that's... she's she's just lazy. Now here's here's the thing. Now this was a reference to a part of the episode. When I said here's the thing just now, that was a reference to a wonderful scene where Amy says, "Here's <laughs> this the is thing." Such to a Miss weird O'Malley. cut. Okay, and then we, we immediately need talk... we need to yes. talk about Keith's cuts. Okay, Keith's Keith choice is cuts. doing some bad cuts. There, there is. I forgot to write it down, but I did come up later in my notes. Uh, but I will mention it here because this is the scene where it happens. There is a fucking cut in this scene that is so weird. It's like O'Malley is lecturing Amy about how she needs to try harder, and then we cut to like the same moment, but from like a very slightly different camera angle. It's like you, you, you didn't just you couldn't. It's very you don't hard do to that. direct a TV show. But Amy it's, says, it's, Amy says, yeah. here's the thing. And then it just cuts to Ricky. Like, oh, I'm- and by the way, it was, I don't know if you felt this, but O'Malley's like, so Amy, you're, I'm going to do the famous parent teacher conferences that always happen during summer school every day. Uh, and I'm going to be doing that all day. And you're going to stay in my office all day and not leave until you're finished with your assignments. And Amy's like, can't I go do this in the library? And O'Malley says, no, we don't have a set for that. And then that's when Amy says, here's the thing. And we just immediately cut to the next scene. Smash cut to Ricky. Yeah. uh, Who has got... Remember when Amy went to band shitty shitty horn school for fail parents? Yeah, she went to to Nabokov School of Teen Moms Who Suck Shit at Music. Uh, Well, her friends who were definitely not at the Nabokov School of Music, these are different people. Well, hey, that all that this means is that Amy made at least four friends. Amy made at least we four friends. We saw two of them, and now we see a different two They're of them. here. They drove in from Chicago unannounced with their kids, uh, and they have no place to stay. But Amy, apparently at some point, before she had moved in with Ricky, mind you. <laughs> yeah. That's like, like, this is my favorite part of this plotline. Like, well, Amy said she'd give us a place to stay, but she was still li- living in her parents' oh, no, house. No, 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 because they know that this is where she lives, which means that, it's, that she definitely told them they could come here after she moved in with Ricky. Hey, think about it. They do have one mattress that isn't being used. A brand <laughs> yeah. new. It's yeah. still sitting in no, the dumpster. Yeah, Ricky's like, where are they going to sleep, Amy? And Amy's like, they can use the fucking spare room where, you ha- where we put your old bed. <laughs> They can T-pose in the kitchen and then sleep standing <laughs> up. Yeah, so, like So like Ricky obviously Batman. hates this, which, you know what? This is fine. I agree. This is a really weird thing and a dumb thing for Amy to do. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't I, think... I think it's bad that Amy didn't, like, tell Ricky, like, oh, hey, is it okay if I if I tell my friends that they can crash here if they're in town for a day? But where would they even stay? Besides on the extra mattress. She fucking says their their boys can sleep in John's fucking huge bed that he has for some reason, and then they can sleep on the floor. They don't give a shit. I'm just saying the fact that he did she didn't tell Ricky sucks. No, the fact that she didn't tell Ricky is bad. She should have told Ricky, but I don't think that that making the offer is inherently bad if Ricky I just was okay I just need it. I just need to because because like you said, we need to stop siding with Amy in this. Oh, I'm not both... I'm not siding with Amy on this. I just think okay. that Ricky's I mean, Ricky's, Ricky's being, being super shitty about, it, about it. Did you like, by the way, that this this woman who is clearly an actress in her twenties is like, we met in the program for Teen Moms. We're Teen Moms too, obviously. 
can't you tell? He looks just the John looks just like you. Uh, and then they're they're like, you have to let us in because we have little boys here, or, and if you don't let us in, then you're gonna go to prison. Um, so they drove in from Chicago. Their names are Jane and Jackie, and I don't remember which. There's the collective. There's no difference functionally between these two characters. Yeah, it's it's Sam and Eric, and <laughs> it was unclear yes. at this point, in my opinion, if they were like, if these two are like manipulators scheming the B words, or if they, or if Amy actually did make this offer. But we I do think Amy did make this yeah, offer. I think that they're just supposed to be like, wow, Amy's friends sure are bad, just like she's bad. Yeah, Amy sucks, and her friends suck. Uh, we go back to Amy, and apparently, drop this out. Is, apparently, the suspenseful cutaway from Amy, where she's like. Here's the thing, cut, was to build suspense for Amy asking if she could drop out, which she already had s- suggested earlier in the scene that we already saw. Okay. Well, this so, is her saying it again, so we needed a cliffhanger. <laughs> right. Drum roll, please. So Ricky, Amy gets a call from Ricky. He hates and, that these people yeah. are here. He's like, hey, do you know these girls, Jackie and Jane? And she's like, oh my god, my friends are here. Oh my god, I can't wait to see them. And I'm just like, Amy's got friends. That's awesome. She had friends. Well... No, never mind. What, what what fun New York monument are they going to dress her up like uh, this time? <laughs> They're going to put like an Empire State Building hat on her. They're going to dress her up as a big rat. <laughs> Chocolate cake. With apologies to New York City. I've never been there. That's not true. I was there once, but I was very little and I don't remember it. So Ricky, uh, Ricky says to Amy the words, I came downstairs so I could talk to you without an audience as he's standing in the lobby of the butcher shop <laughs> with like a coworker extra shuffling around in the background hey, behind him. Hey, hey, Ricky, what you talking about? Hey, I'm not an audience over here. <laughs> We're working at Boykovich butcher shop. We got to talk Rick- like this. And then Ricky's like, Amy, I hate you. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah we hate Amy. Bunny's yeah, like, so- you talking to Amy? God, I hate her. Yeah, so Amy confirms that she did in fact make that offer. Uh, but she, she didn't. Says, but she didn't specifically invite them over. Like they did show up unannounced. She didn't. Yeah, know they, they did were show coming. up unannounced, which is not not a good thing to do. Uh, if you're if you're like on a apparently very long like cross country road trip, the thing that I had can't ample stop time about, to and this happens, your friend. This happens all the fucking time in this show. Is that in order to get to Ricky's apartment, you would have to go in through the butcher shop and up the staircase. <laughs> yeah. So, like, did Bunny let them in? Did she see them going upstairs and be like, who are you? She didn't care. She didn't so, care. <laughs> uh, so, Amy uh, is, oh, yeah. So, Ricky's, yeah, okay. Amy says the thing, like, oh, they can sleep on the floor and the boys can sleep in John's room. She wants, to hang, she says, wants to hang around with the girls and be a teen irresponsible. Oh, that's awful. Thing. And Ricky uh. says, I'm not comfortable with that, Amy. And Amy's like, okay, well, if it bothers you so much, then fucking go stay at my dad's house since you love him so much. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, we fucking tell him, Amy. Go ape shit. Uh, uh, and the, yeah, Ricky's like, Ricky's like, get the, get them out of here. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky's like, why don't you all go stay at your dad's house? And Amy's like, uh, because wanna, we'd want to talk. We don't want to be around da- that My dad's man. a fucking freak and would ruin everything. <laughs> he only likes you because you both hate me. Yeah. Uh, and that then Ricky says, uh, it's not, it's not my apartment. It's not your apartment. It's, it's our apartment. Not. You should have discussed this with me. And then he hangs up on Amy and I'm like, yeah, you know, you yeah, know, she that's it. She should have. But also th- I feel like this is the first groundbreaking time on TV where I've, where I've heard the, it's not, it's not my blank. It's our blank said with venom. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's not my apartment, Amy. It's our apartment. <laughs> No, it's you fucking it's, piece you, of shit. It's so weird. Um, uh, it's, 
We're so, at school. Henry sees Ben being sad, and they don't talk. And then Adrian says, "Give peace a chance." And then he, and then she immediately like, Adrian has like some fucking, fucking pivots and be like, "You have no friends, you pathetic little shit." Adrian has some real one-liners in this episode. Oh, uh, she does. It's very weird. Yeah, so, they had to so bring in Elena like, Rada, the one-liner writer. She's like, "You should talk to Henry and not Dylan." Yeah. There's a lot of Dylan. You know, you know. I can't as we go through this episode, dear listeners. I want to remind you all that canonically, when we talk about all the stuff between Ben and Dylan, they have gone on exactly one date. One fucking date. This is the day after last week's fucking episode. This is their, they have yet to have a second date and they're talking about the things that they will be talking about. (laughs) The past like eight episodes have taken place over like four days. How does this show... Okay, so Adrian is really mad that Ben and Amy. The show, the time passes on the show because every once in a while they say, "Yeah, it's going to happen in two weeks," and then they skip ahead to the next day, and it's two weeks later. Or they'll skip summer vacation, which they didn't do this time. (laughs) They didn't do. This is a fucking monkey's paw situation. I I had a freak out while taking my notes this in this episode where I was just like. Oh my god, it's fucking summertime, and I was right, we were, ha- we're like eight episodes in a row of fucking hallway school. drama in the summer! We wished for this, we were like, I wish we'd have seen their summertime Oh, I didn't wish hygiene. for this, I just knew it was gonna happen. Adrian uh, is like really mad that Amy and Ben are being friendly, and like... Yeah, she's like, Amy's not your best friend just because you talked at the pizza place, and he says, I didn't say she was. Yeah, she's like, Dylan will like if you and Amy are friends again, and then Ben's like, Dylan doesn't get to decide who I'm friends with, we've gone on one date, this isn't a red flag, it's, it's, it's 100 red flags, it's, it's a fucking semaphore of red flags. Yeah, and then, uh, Adrian says Dylan's annoying and weird, and then she says, quote, she's gonna get you into worse trouble than I did. Oh my god! Now, on the one hand, there's a teen divorce and a dead baby. But, but on what the if other she had hand, a weed at some he point? He did smoke invisible weed once. <laughs> it was Wonder Woman's invisible weed that they smoked. Yeah. So uh, you you can decide, you know, weigh, weigh your heart against your the feather, which one is worse. Adrian uh, is like, you, you need to make up with your best friend Henry before it's too late. And then Alice comes over and she says, I'm his best friend. And then she starts being catty to Adrian because they're girls. They are girls is the thing. Um, so, like, she asked him about Dylan. Mm-hmm. Alice, is, Alice is really mad that Ben... Okay, this is a retcon, right? The reason that Henry, Alice, and Ben are not friends is because Henry and Alice broke up and they both independently decided that it wouldn't be fair to either of them if if they were friends with Ben so right. they that all had is, to that is what happened yes so the, but now Alice is like mad she's like why aren't you friends with me anymore like oh shit you're right i didn't fucking think about that they were the ones who stopped yeah, being friends with like, him come on ben be my friend you've been again. ignoring my texts and stuff it's like you did this you cut him out of your fucking life alice this is a fucking retcon dude that's right. Shit, I didn't even notice that. Thank you for pointing that out. Ben, yeah. so Ben is being kind of like can I cold please, toward Alice. Can we get the can we get the hard thing out of this episode away? And just about this season is that Ben has accidentally been turned into like the most normal and reasonable I, person dude, on this I, show. I, I, I am ups- I am furious. I'm like, why is Ben like the the most chill, sympathetic character on the show? Can I admit now? my fucking Tumblr confession? One billion percent, uh, Mob Psycho 100. Like this please. is the worst thing I've ever thought watching the show 
What? Is yeah. that Ben has become so normal and so reasonable, and Amy and Ricky's relationship relationship is so horrible. You want Bamie. I want Bamie again. You're shipping I really Bamie. Do. Dude, okay. Like, I, ben I, is with Dylan, and Dylan sucks now after one fucking day. I, I'm not gonna go that far, but I will say that when, when Amy and Ben, like, talk normally now, I'm like, this is nice. Like, like that's the I thing, want them is to they had friends. this one normal conversation... And, like, I'm not saying that I want them to date. I'm just saying that I don't want Amy and Ricky to be together No, anymore. no, no, not, not at all. Yeah. And I, I feel I like want... Ben would somehow be better for Amy than Ricky is anymore. The, the ideal here is that Amy starts talking to Ben, and they they get, like, she is more, like, open with him because they have, like, a history. And then she she opens up about all of the bad shit in her relationship with Ricky, and then Ben says, that's fucked up. And then Amy says, you're right. And then Which... she breaks up with Ricky, and then Ben dies. <laughs> ben Ben goes to Africa and dies in a plane crash. Yeah, so Ben Ben's being kind of weird and cold toward Alice, and she's like, "Why Why are you being weird to me, Ben? Is it because I cut you out of my life on purpose?" And and he <laughs> no, says, "No, it's because what if Dylan be jealous?" <laughs> he specifically says, "Dylan's upset enough about Amy and Adrian without me adding another woman to my life." And okay. Now I don't I don't want to hand under no circumstances should you hand it to to the jealousy monster of Dylan who is no. new, newly jealous. No. Being friends with your ex-wife or as they like to say on the show ex-wives because the show now recognizes Amy and Ben's fake marriage. <laughs> yes, they they um, they've been It's very now. very different from being friends with a pal that you've had since the second grade. Not to mention and Alice calls him out on this. He says adding another woman. She's his fucking oldest friend. Yeah, they've been friends for longer than anyone on the show has been friends, I think. It's fucked up that he said that. And by the way, Fucking two minutes ago, Ben's like, it's none of Dylan's business who I'm friends yeah, with. And yeah. now he's saying to Alice, I, uh, Dylan would be what upset. What he should like, be fucking, fucking saying care is, or why, should I be friend- why should I be friends with you after you so horribly cut me out of your life for no reason? Because you were angry at your ex. Yeah, that's so Alice says, like, oh, you stopped answering my texts. And he says, well, it's th- this is rough, by the way. He says, it's always been you and me and Henry, and it doesn't seem right with just you and me. Yeah, he hates her. Ouch. Yeah. Oof. 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 Ow. My feelings. Um, what happens next? We now, got- actually, there's there's two ways you could take that, and I don't know which one he meant. He could mean, uh, you and I have no friendship chemistry, and it doesn't feel right, and or I'm not just, interested. Or it's just not the same without Or, Henry. yeah, it's just not the same. It makes me I think, think that's Henry what Ben is saying. I that's think probably that what he meant. They had but- their, their own dynamic, and Alice is just, you know, she was the weird stats- she hasn't given a statistic in forever. That's what yeah, it it's is. Like, it's like when Chandler and Phoebe are hanging out. Like, I don't, do you, I don't do you know. even know each other? Have you met? Have I watched Friends? No. I don't know. So, so Amy we're is, back at the counselor's office where Amy is literally- This is the Lauren I told you so scene. Amy is literally sitting at O'Malley's desk doing homework alone and O'Malley's just gone. And She's doing conferences in the She's summer. doing her parent-teacher conferences or some horseshit that's not real. And then Lauren <laughs> walks in, and Lauren just goes, I told you so! She's like, you could have come over to my house and study any time. And then Amy says, like, I had no time. Ricky would have fucking killed me if I did that. Yeah, and Lauren's like, you you, you, you can't spend time with your friends this weekend because you need to study. And, and by the way, you've never let me stay over at your apartment. And Amy's like... You could if you wanted to, and Lauren's just like, Remember when Amy let Lauren uh, fucking hang out in her apartment and then sent Jesse over? I do remember that. I forgot about that. Thank you. So did Lauren. That's a nice memory. 
Like, Lauren, you're a fucking, like, almost a high school senior, and your friend is living with her fiancé and their child. And you want to be I... a third wheel in their life and live with their kid in their two, <laughs> in their one-bedroom apartment that John yeah, gets all by himself? Yeah, why is Amy supposed- why are you- you're upset that Amy isn't going out of her way to ask you to come and sleep over. And you're also upset that two people have dropped by unannounced. Yeah, so Lauren, uh- is like, Amy, you don't have time for more friends. You don't even have time for me, your one friend. You're not a good friend, Amy. And you're gonna <laughs> flunk out of summer school. How embarrassing is that gonna be? Oh, like, my what the God. fuck is her problem? <laughs> she hates Amy. Amy's like... She literally hates Amy so much. Amy's like, you don't have a kid. All you'd have to do is study and go to school. And then Lauren's like, I've hand-washed a blouse before. Yeah, she says, I, I didn't understand that. I don't why have she said that. I washed a um, shirt. Amy said, oh, yeah, and then she says, like, it's your choice to go, or she, Lauren says, it's, she says, fucking yeah, yeah, says, here, the- I'll, 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 he, she, the setup is, Amy says, you have no idea, like, all this free time and parents who will do everything for you, all you have to do is study, it's such a luxury, and Lauren says, no, it's not a luxury, it's a choice. And then Amy's I, like, I chose to be born into a super privileged fucking family with a, with a, with two rich doctor parents. Yeah, they're both doctors, it's fine. Everyone on the show has at least one doctor parent. Yeah, and then um, he and says, then, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You chose I, well, and I chose badly. Because I had Lauren's a baby, like, and then Lauren's like, you said it. Yeah, and Amy says, no, I didn't, you did. And Lauren says, yeah, I did say it. You don't make good choices, Amy. <laughs> what a fucking choices. asshole. So it's all about choices. What, okay, what is the... What's the goal of this scene, okay? It's to because show that Lauren hates it's to it's just consequences for Amy. But 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 normally I feel like the show is against Amy. But this time when Lauren is like going off on her her and being super mean for no reason, Amy like pushes back and she's like, "You have it easy. You don't know what it's like." And Lauren's like, oh, "That's not true. I washed a shirt once." And it's like, oh, look at this dumb girl. She's she's funny. Doesn't understand. I think I think what you're you're missing is that this show is just all around a spiteful, angry show, and so, that no one is right in the scene. We're supposed to hate Amy, so we're not goal, supposed so to like Lauren. So the goal like of this Lauren. scene is just for us to be like, man, I fucking hate teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's is that the goal of the show? The moral of the show is that teenagers are terrible people, and they is should that all the get divorced. Of season four that we were trying to figure out—just that teenagers are awful. That's what season four is about. Great. Sorry, sorry, so, sorry. All teenagers are awful except for Ricky, who is perfect. Well, you know what the difference is with Ricky is that he—he's wise beyond his years. He's an—he's wise man beyond his years because the- he had a baby. Unlike Amy, who had a baby and sucks. Yeah. So, so, uh, fucking Lauren is like. Why are you trying to be friends again with Ben when you, quote, got what you wanted? And then she says, did you even tell Ricky that you spent an hour talking to him over pizza? And Amy says, he didn't ask. So what happened after the end of last week's episode? They just sat there and talked Amy for one entire hour. Amy drove to this pizza place, and she ordered this pizza. She waits for the pizza. The pizza comes out. And she and Ben, for, by the way, we find out later, they ate the pizza. Yeah, they, so so it's one thing because because Amy was like, I'm hungry, I want to go get food, I don't want to be here, right? Ben uh-huh. was getting pizza for people. Yes. But also Amy, no, because Amy was getting half meat lovers, and that half was for Ricky. Right, yeah. So Ricky, <laughs> he deserves yeah, so what, to So starve. what happens is Amy goes out for pizza, she's gone for like 
a fucking hour and a half to two hours. She comes home without a pizza, and Ricky's just like, well, back to sleep. Uh, the, 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 the miserable subtext of that is that it is completely normal for either one of these people to just leave and disappear for mm-hmm. an hour. Because it's a dog shit I mean, we fucking know that Ricky does that shit yeah, all Ricky the time. Yeah, Ricky does that all the time. Amy like, probably went- golfing. I'm gonna go golfing. I'm gonna go fucking angry dance in the woods like Hot Rod. <laughs> so, uh, Lauren- So, now here's the important thing is that- That Lauren hates Amy. <laughs> here's the important thing in this episode. Lauren hates Amy so much that she likes Madison again. Madison, if you remember, ch- cheated on her boyfriend with you. But we know that cheating is fine. Cheating is good. Right. And if Madison, you have a secret family and tell your family about it, that's bad. Lauren, so, Lauren, I know that Madison fucked your boyfriend, but at least she's not always. I got it. I got it. I got it. Lauren caught Madison in the act, right? Uh huh. Well, Madison, not not in the well, act. not in post- the act, but she caught yeah. she caught her. Uh huh. Madison did not confess. So much like our our favorite Marshall Bowman, she never told anyone about it. Oh shit! Therefore, right. she did so, the best, so noble of her. Po- the best possible thing she could have done, which is she's cheat- been suffering quietly. Oh yeah, god, she, poor Madison cheated, cheated, and didn't talk about it. Anyway, Lauren says <laughs> hi, and Madison like freaks out, and then Henry is like, "Hey, Madison, you want to go out for lunch?" And then Madison doesn't summarize the show. See, she summarizes the act of saying hi. She spends so long being like, so Lauren was standing there. She was facing this way. I was facing this way. The exits I were walked- north, south, and east, and there was a, a tattered <laughs> skeleton on the ground. I found the key to my shackles, and then Lauren said hi to me. What would I do next? <laughs> Dennis. And, so, yeah, and Henry's like, uh, I don't care about your girl bullshit funny, and Henry's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm not interested. Are we going to lunch or not? As if, and, and the tone of this is very much like, oh, Madison's being so dumb. Women and be Henry, talking. Henry is right to be completely not interested in this thing that matters a lot to the girl who he's apparently friends with. And he's like, don't be friends with Lauren because then I'll have nobody. And I'm glad that he, I'm glad he, by the way, that he recognizes that Madison is completely just using him as a stand-in for Lauren and will drop him in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, they have, what are they, you know, they didn't have a scene where they were like, another thing we have in common. They <laughs> no, have one they thing have in abs- common, and it's that they have no friends. The only thing they have in common is that they love fucking dirty sweat. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Ugh. They love dirty sweat. Alice comes over mud. and she goes, that's karma. They love Norman Reedus booty slap ass mud sex. <laughs> Alice comes over after after Hen- Henry's like, I'll have no friends. And then Alice comes over and she says, that's karma. But your karma keeps stinking up my life. So it's not karma then. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't get that one. I no, didn't it's, get it's it. it's not what karma, yeah. So yeah, Madison, not- is, <laughs> Madison tells Henry, she says, you deserve a better friend than Alice or Ben. Like or, me, uh, me for that matter. Bye. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm goodbye. Gonna go. You have no friends. <laughs> I can't wait to meet. Completely jumping the gun. She's like, Lauren said hi to me. I'm already dropping you, Henry. Goodbye. You deserve better friends than any one of us. So I can't wait for you to eventually meet them. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> she literally does that. So and she's then, like, yeah. She's like, I'll call you. We'll, we'll, whatever. It's Henry's like, I'm. But so she, she doesn't mean it. She's done. Yeah. Someone we'll probably never see them speak lunch. again for the rest of the fucking show. So, like, Henry and uh, Ben come face to face, and then Ben, like, Assassin's Creed walks ben into a group of students. runs out the door! He, like, pulls his hood up and clasps his hand in prayer and st- slowly sw- walks around so Ben <laughs> no, no, no. can't find him. I like, I like the gag. I love those games. 
He literally turns and fucking no, he runs fucking out the door. It. And then what I love is that when Henry's like trying to find Ben, he's like looking around at all these goofy, happy, it's laughing fucking friends. Cool teen extras hanging out at summer school. They're like, "Hey, what's up, buddy? We're friends." And then they're like, "Hey, let's play Halo after school." And then like this, this is by the way where I had a freak out about the fact that we're getting all these hallway bullshit dra- drama scenes at summer school. Anyway, go on. Yeah, it's a, it's a real panic attack moment. And then they all like go away to play fucking Halo together. And then Ben is the only one who doesn't have a friend. Ben's fucking standing there staring at the fucking wall he's like in the project he's like hiding in the corner yeah he turns around and henry henry says hi and ben's like uh, hi i'm uncomfortable do you get it and then he runs back inside and then henry looks at the camera and he says i get it just like what happened with lauren and madison where they said hi but their friendship is not quite right yet but he said hi also yeah speaking of people saying hi madison's here to say hi to amy it's her turn yeah and amy says i get it just like what happened with henry but this time a- amy starts being the aggressor because she hates madison because she doesn't By want way, to be friends madison with just somehow knew that amy would be in the counselor's office and also lauren did and it, also spoilers I mean, it, so did fucking every character on the show the door is wide open and the blinds are wide wide open as is All right, uh, fair enough, fair yeah, enough. grand high school tradition she's uh, like when i she- when i walk past a room i always look through the window to see if my friend is in there yeah studying which is what i mean that's what the counselor's room is for (laughs) so she's like she's like trying to be like nice she's like i'd love to hear what's going on hey hey hey. where's o'malley having these conferences because you would think that she'd do that in her office uh she plays she does uh house calls it's it's summer conferences they no i know they're at jeff's (laughs) jeff's someone's gotta be she's grabbing a pizza with leo is what what parent teacher conferences that's what counselors love to do is have a pizza with leo so, uh, so yeah, they're like, do you remember so Madison's like, I mean, Melina. Hmm? Do you remember fucking single delicious counselor? Yeah, I remember single delicious Mark counselor Melina. Mark Melina. I'm still counting on him coming back for season five. Oh, I miss Mark It's going to happen. He, no, I, he, I mean, Mark he was Melina an objectively was terrible counselor. It's no, his I, fault I that Coachella. Ruben is here. The Ruben is his fault. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, so yeah, Madison's like, let's be friends again. And then all of a sudden we're in the hallway with Adrian, like smash cut there. I think there's like a brief, like like adrian pulled madison out yeah like, i do have i do have a quick uh important note which is that amy says madison uh you and i talk all the time i just don't want to be friends with you okay i mean fucking go off it's pretty good yeah so yeah adrian just walks by and she grabs madison and drags her out of the counselor's office and she she's says like she's like don't grovel losing their friendship isn't worth losing your self-respect and Madison says, I already lost my self-respect with a stupid guy named Jesse. Do you get it? Why would I have sex with a guy I don't even care about? Do you get it, Adrian? Choices, and Adrian says, I don't do that. Consequences, decisions. See, I'm telling you, Brenda, her yeah, mind. And Adrian says, I don't do that. And Madison makes a face. And then Adrian says, any more. And then they turn to the camera and they say, do you get it in unison? It's very funny that Adrian used to have lots of sex. But now she's happy with Omar, which is what she says. Yeah. Uh, Madison, incredible line from Madison. Oh no, I'm quote, sorry. I've, I've apologized a thousand times, but there's no excuse. At least no excuse anyone will understand. I want to know the excuse that people won't understand. Yeah, what is this fucking, she, she went in, in literally a, a period was the space between her being like, what For I did taking was taking responsibility of her actions Nothing. And- Nothing I say will ever change what I did. Like, I, I demonstrated a complete lack of regard for my friend's feelings, period. But actually, man, if they just knew where I was coming from, they'd say, that's fine. You gotta, you gotta believe her. It was what a spur of the what's moment. What's the excuse? Thing. Uh, she was, she, she fell and tripped. She was horny and, and lonely. I slipped and tripped and fucked she your boyfriend slipped, for five She minutes. slipped on a banana peel and, and fell vagina first onto Jesse. 
Yeah. So uh, so Adrian is here to hate on Amy. It's her turn. It's uh, Adrian's turn. Reminders that once Yay! Adrian is friends with someone, that's it. They're friends for life. Yeah, it's Adrian's turn we to hate Amy. Amy in the counselor's office. And then Adrian's, like, getting in her business about Ben for the first time ever. That's never Why does she before. care? I don't know. And she's like... It took him an hour to get home with the pizza, and I oh, was she cares because she's mad, but she wanted the pizza. No, she she's upset that she was stuck having an uncomfortable time with with Ben's girlfriend, and it's like I don't know, Adrian. I feel like that's kind of your fault for letting her in and sending Ben to, to go get fair, the pizza. Sam, to be fair, and I don't know if you remembered this because you didn't edit the episode. Um, Dylan knocked on the door and then invited herself in. Okay, that's true. That's true. She did break uh, into her home. So I, I withdraw that point. You are correct. But but Adrian did very much sign off on Ben being the one to get the pizza. Well, yeah. Un- unlike normal times, Ben did not already order the pizza. <laughs> right. It's really what? weird Jesus to me Christ, that- Jesus Christ, why didn't they fucking order a pizza? pizza? Yeah. <laughs> they had to go to- Well- you Why know, did they it, pick the thing that you order? It's, you know, it's a small town experience. You go to Fiano's for the ambiance. You go to Fiano's so he'll hit on you if you're a child. Right. Jesus it's Christ. It's just so, a New York style experience. In and LA. this is where we get a fucking weird thing, okay? So Amy's like, uh, oh, are you going to start talking to Ricky again as revenge for me talking to Ben? And Adrian says, no. Omar and I are happy. Ricky seems happy with you. You're the you one. and Ben, you're, you're the, the wild cards now. What the fuck does that mean? Well, it means that... <laughs> Amy is miserable in her relationship with Ricky, okay? Uh-huh. Ben is miserable in his one-date-old <laughs> one relationship with Dylan, because yeah. she'd be jealous. Uh-huh. Ricky is without fault. He's perfect. So we know that Amy's the issue. What, is so, it, what does that mean that they're wild cards? Because they've dated before. They're at risk of, of, of upsetting the balance and getting back no, together. No, they're not! It's not Ricky's fault. So anyway, the phone, the, just on, Amy says like, oh, me and Ricky are very happy. <laughs> and then just as if Brenda knows the sublime joke of the universe, Ricky r- calls her up and is just like, Amy. Amy, I'm, I'm not happy so with you. you. I'm not happy with you. It's Amy, your I don't fault. love you. By the way, he's, oh, he's having my, his fucking phone call in the butcher shop lobby, his phone place. And then he's like, I, Bunny, can I, I know you have a no phone policy, but can I please call and yell at Amy? Yes, go ahead. Of course. Yeah, we, I hate we, Amy. Another show is using the storefront set right now. So Amy, Amy's like, can I, can I leave? I, this is a private conversation. I don't want you to see that Ricky hates me and I hate Ricky. And then she fucking sits down like, Oh, I'm going to, Oh yeah, she in. did do that. She's like, I'm just going to sit down. Isn't that funny? So Amy's then, like, I'll, I'll deal with you. Can you just keep an eye? On, uh, can you, I will talk to whatever my two gestalt friends when they, when I get home. <laughs> right. And then Ricky, like, rolls his eyes, and then Adrian is like, wild card, and then leaves. She literally does the fucking It's Always, it's always sunny, sunny gif, where she Hilarious. just says the words wild card and then leaves the scene. She just rolls out the back of the car. Yeah, and I um, bet this is never gonna come up. In, so, so Adrian leaves, and then fucking Grace and Jacob immediately walk in to take her place. <laughs> Oi, Gov, are you here? Are you Amy? I hate you. Not to not to fucking reference another podcast, but this is literally on Shrieking Shack where they talk about the Hagrid's hut scene. Oh yeah, they're all just piling everybody in the, in the fucking universe is like sidling into his hut. Like, hello, we're part of the scene now. Yeah, so Grace this and Jacob are looking. Grace and Jacob are looking for Ethan, which Amy has now learned. She's she's adjusted her motherly instincts, and she's now firm with Ethan. She's like, you stay away from him. He's bad. Which, by the way. 
Why did Jacob long... come to the counselor's office to ask Amy where Ethan is? Have you seen Ethan? Um, by the way, speaking of plot lines that have been dropped like a fucking sack of bricks, Amy having to be responsible for Ethan was a thing for precisely half an episode. Yeah, well, she learned her lesson because she's stupid. <laughs> and, then, and then Grace is like, what, are you saying my brother isn't good enough for Ethan because he's my brother, you piece of shit? And then Amy's like... He's oh, oh Jacob's room, your brother I... now? Remember when we got into a huge fight over this because I told you to talk to Jacob and now you're cool with him? And no, I don't like, remember that. So Amy's You made like, my dad oh, fucking angry at me over that one? I don't remember that. So Amy's like, Ethan's in the band room, which I know somehow while I've been here all day. <laughs> He's putting Just Be- Say Me stickers on your French Because horn. this is a fucking game of Persona and I know that he always hangs out at the band room on Thursdays. What is he uh, doing in the fucking band room besides yeah, like, so stealing into They have a set for the band room. So This is like... Uh, so uh, Jacob's like, a great joke thanks. for no one, but Ethan is like a troublemaker. He's like the guy from Mob Psycho 100. He's stealing recorder mouthpieces for fun. Is that season two? For his two? sick, twisted thrills. That's season one. Oh, I don't remember that. So, uh, oh, wait, that's a fucking good show. So, uh, it's very good. uh, so Jacob goes to be friends with Ethan off camera, and then Grace, uh, Amy, like, did you like, know your mom is dining with my dad tonight? <laughs> Before that, Amy's like, Oh, so so he's your brother now? And Grace is like, uh, yeah, as if to say like, uh, fucking duh, how could you even say that? I'm and just, yeah, Grace- I'm so, I'm, I know we hate Amy. I'm so mad at Grace over this. She got George Jurgens involved to yell at his daughter because Amy was like, you just talk to Jacob. And then she talked to Jacob and she's like, duh, I'm friends with Jacob. Yeah, now she's fucking ga- taunting Amy she's about it. She's mad at Amy for her being, ugh. Yeah, Everyone so, on this so- show sucks except for Ben. I God, it's weird. So Amy's, uh, yeah, uh, Grace is like, oh, my dad's having dinner with my, your dad's having dinner with my mom tonight. Actually, can I take that back? Can I say who's been pretty on point recently? Who's Ashley? Man, Ashley, I think she hasn't made a fucking peep. Yeah, thanks, uh, Ashley. So, so Grace is like, your dad's having dinner with my mom tonight. Amy's really upset as Grace leaves the room. Sorry, after Grace leaves the room, that does matter. Grace leaves the room, and then Amy waits until she's gone because she is amy and then she fucking throws a pencil after her and then she fucking puts her face in her hands and she's so sad and poor amy and then ricky's at the butcher shop and he's playing funny hide and seek with oh one he's of the so kids. funny we love ricky oh um, sorry no ricky was mad that's right <laughs> ricky no, was actually mad about this yeah he I hates, this well is... he's like being super sweet and cute but he hates it like he's being like right oh, i thought that this is gonna boy. be like oh ricky's ricky's coming around but no, ricky's no like, he's like i'm so mad that i have to do this bunny's like oh are those is that one of the kids of your four house guests and then <laughs> amy's he's like i hope amy gets them out but this is my favorite part of ricky being a disgusting worm man mm-hmm. is well first of all uh first of all the teen moms talk about uh, before Ricky shows up, how lucky they are, Amy is for having the They're perfect man. Yeah, like, Amy's so lucky, and that Ricky, oh my god, he's not only is he an amazing of, dad, he's but he's piece so of man. hot. And our men are awful and shitty, and Amy should be feel happy. Ricky and really then, is the perfect But then Ricky like, comes They're upstairs. literally saying this shit. You can tell Brenda wrote this one. And then Ricky does the thing he does best, which is he comes upstairs and immediately admonishes the teen mother for being careless and a terrible mother. He's just uh-huh. like, you should yeah, know he's like, your you kid need to down watch there. your damn he's children. He's irresponsible. There are knives and cleavers and bunnies always wildly flailing a cleaver <laughs> around. He could have gotten hurt. You, I should call protective services. Yeah, and then, and then, then one like, of the girls is like, you're cute. And then he rolls his eyes because that's I hate literally what happens. And then, and then they, they're like, 
Uh, being a mom is hard, and we never have any time for ourselves. Oh my god, you made this decision to have a to come out here and have a chill child to children. Yeah, so so Ricky goes. I feel like I feel like my Ricky voice has turned into Decker. Yeah, a little bit. Gotta stop the terrorists. So Ricky goes back downstairs to the phone room, which is also the butcher shop lobby, and he's on the (laughs) phone with Amy. Fucking again! It's the biggest, meatiest phone booth I've ever seen. This is like the third time this episode. I think that Amy makes a call. That Ricky makes a call to Amy while she's doing her thing, and he and he's like, "Your friends are causing problems. You need to tell them to go." And she's like, "I'm sorry, Ricky." And she starts crying. You're and manipulating me by crying. He says, he's, "Oh no, don't try to manipulate me oh by crying." My God. And she's fucking like, "I'm not, break, Ricky. I'm having a fucking horrible day." Break up. I hate this what relationship. A fucking asshole. Remember that one time we were like, "It's finally good, Ricky." Like in oh, season it's fucking. It's never gonna be good, Ricky. I'm ne- sorry. It's the worst. I thought it would be good, Ricky. Eventually, I was wrong. It's He's never gonna be worst. good, Ricky. Uh, so, so once Ricky, once Ricky like pushes his girlfriend to tears he like makes sensitive face he's like i'll make it okay it's okay oh, yeah, only res- only after he has only after she's her crying. trying to manipulate him by crying and she says no i'm actually sad then he only then does he go oh, all right i'm i'm being sensitive now don't worry about it amy i'll i've got it covered it's gonna be Do you fine. know my favorite part sure about that is not that it's 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 he does not apologize for making her cry nope he just says he's gonna manly man sensitive boy fix it yeah, he's going to have man pain about it, but he's going to fix it. And then he just hangs up on Amy without waiting for her to say anything, which is very helpful. I'm and sensitive. Then, so Ethan's and then here and he's... <laughs> Ethan walks in and he's like, hey, Amy, I'm also sensitive to this scene. <laughs> he's, not the, he's talking in Ricky voice. How he can literally I be of is. service? He's fucking wearing like a paper Ricky mask and he's like, hey, Amy, I, I heard that Jacob was looking for me. Ah, but... paper Ricky mask. I'm waiting for that moment. Oh, shit. That famous <laughs> moment. Oops. Okay. You know, I I love to slip in little spoilers that, that you was don't an know are spoilers, but I forgot that you did already know that that one. Happens. I don't know. I don't know what that. Oh, was that on purpose? That was on purpose. Oops. Oops. Yeah. That thank. Unfortunately, our friends at Go to you can edit this out for the listeners, but the our friends at Go to Jo dot org have spoiled that moment for me. I don't know what it is. I'm I not. Just, I'm not going to edit that out. That'll be a tantalizing nugget. There. There, there is a, a famous in paper some Ricky context. Mask. A paper Ricky mask will be relevant. I don't fucking know. So I, so yeah, Amy's like J- Jacob is looking for you. Uh, he, I guess he's also in the band room now. Stealing, yeah, I don't, the yeah, I don't know what that was where Amy's like, "Oh, Ethan's in the band room," and then Jacob says, "Good, I'll go to the band room," and then, and then, God, Ethan's there should have been a in- scene where Jacob is like, "Amy, I looked in the band room, and Ethan's not here. Where is he?" Oh, I uh, just so- sent him to the band room because I sent you to the band room. It's a farce. So, so Jacob like runs into Ethan, and he's like, "Check it out this." 17- but I, I do want to, I do want to mention, by the way. Because uh, I've talked before about how how Ethan becomes a recurring character, how he becomes a main character even, and he gets characterized as like the new nice boy. I oh. think that this was them kind of trying to seed that a little bit because Ethan is being like friendly to Amy and he's being like supportive. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're having a bad day." Like he's he's like kind of commiserating with her. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know how it is when when you, you yeah, like everybody's on your case and you just tr- and like he's he's being like sensitive voice Ricky. i remember when everyone was on my case when i distributed child pornography right that's the thing is that it's bad so so then we cut to ethan and jacob who are not in the band <laughs> they're in the hallway they couldn't they're afford the band somewhere in a hallway yeah they're in the hallway i in think the hallway. great high school is like an endless fucking you know like the the old uh windows screensaver just like a hallway forever uh-huh. the, that's the what eternal great high school is uh-huh 
So Ethan shows Jacob a picture of some girl, which is always There's something you want to see nice. Ethan doing. Yeah, when uh, has Ethan ever had a picture of a girl on his phone that was bad? Yeah, so Ethan says, she's that 17 and hot, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. um, can I, can, are, are you saying words? I can't I'm hear. saying words, hello. Hey. So Ethan, Ethan shows Jacob this picture, he says, she's 17 and hot, and I said, Ah, hey, then, you guys are fourteen. I don't fucking trust that age difference, especially as far Ethan, as I can... who has previously been fucking convicted of distributing nude pictures of a seventeen-year-old. Okay, 16, but also any seventeen-year-old who wants to have sex with a fourteen-year-old is that's that's yikes to me, folks. Yeah, all I'm saying is when Ethan has his phone out and says, "Look at this hot underage yeah, look girl," at this hot girl I say, you know that nothing good ah, is going to come out of it. Ah, bad, bad. Uh, so, th- so and like, then they funny. were gonna. F- fucking use ricky's i don't understand how this happened at all yeah so so jacob is like this these girls are interested in us and then he's like here let me take a picture of you to send to them because and because the writers don't know that selfies exist yet even though they did and then uh, oh it's funny because jacob can't get he's not he's sensitive about his his boy pictures yeah he's like this is not a good picture but then and then ethan says yes and then uh jacob uh is like so do you think we can use Ricky's apartment? And now, Ethan before says, you talk about how dumb this plot point is, I need to remind you that Jack and Madison did use Amy's apartment at Jack one point. Jack and Madison and Lauren and Jesse. And Lauren and Jesse. It's just the by place the way, where teens meet up to fuck. By the way, mind you, the this is something, This is here's an angle I don't think we addressed. Ricky, who is so like... I'm not comfortable with your friends being here. This is the same Ricky who volunteered his bed for Madison and Jack to fuck in it. Oh, that's right. That was Ricky's idea. That was Ricky's idea. I thought anyway, that was an Amy thing. Holy anyway, shit. Anyway, so Ethan is like, no, we'll never get anywhere with these two hot chicks when there's baby stuff everywhere. You gotta get so let's the guest fuck house. these two. Let's fuck these two ladies in the guest house that you don't live in, that your sister lives in, not us. Jacob's like, we can't use the guest house, not because Grace lives there, but because I don't want to get in trouble. Right. And that's the end of that. So yeah. so this is uh, my favorite scene of television. It's where Kathleen's like, we're going to get in so much trouble, George. I can't believe we're grocery shopping at 11 p.m. <laughs> so 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 here's a, here's how this scene begins, okay? We are at the, at the Juergen's house. Kathleen and George walk into the kitchen together, and her hair is all messed up, implying they've been doing deeds. And she says, (laughs) that was hilarious. (laughs) George, the funny sex man. He's, he's, like, they're kissing, and he's like, hey, Kathleen, guess what, 69. George, the sex comedian. What is, he's got, like, she's making out, and their eyes are closed, right? And then she opens her eyes and he just slipped a clown nose on when she wasn't looking. Which is amazing, by the way. That is some serious sleight that of hand. That is some m- impressive dexterity. Yeah, so so she does she does clarify that they didn't fuck, they only made out, which I don't know why they needed to clarify it's to that. Draw parallels between, it's, no, it's to draw shit. parallels between her and her daughter. Think about it. I don't know. So, so then George, yeah, and they, they say that they're sneaking around. You which are they, two adults. This show hates teenagers so much. Doing, it is who so. Who fucking in, cares? Why are they sneaking around? It's fucking. It's daytime. Tom is at work. Grace, Grace is, is at school. Jacob is at school. Who is she sneaking around from? Marshall's ghost, who lives in the guest house, and Nora, who lives in George's house. <laughs> Great. So George calls her cat to establish that they've met before, and then they kiss. 
And Kathleen only, does only the cats. funniest thing that I've ever seen a character do on a television show. Yeah. She she kisses George and she says, hornily and flirtily, thanks for lunch. And he says, We can still go out to we can still go out for dinner tonight. And she says, No. It wouldn't beat lunch. And then they kiss some more and they do a flirty like goodbye. Like all they're all giggly and flirty and kissy and saying goodbye, goodbye, and then they finally part. And I am just losing my shit at the fact that what we just watched is that Kathleen had such a great time making out with George that she canceled their date. She sure did. She's like, oh, George, that was such a great makeout that I really don't want to spend any more time with you today. <laughs> she's she's shot her load. She can't do it anymore. She she literally is fucking ridiculous. Oh, and then and then on that cue, was my, that was my cool team moment by the way because it was really fucking funny. Also on on cue, Reporto starts crying in the baby monitor like, I'm so sorry your date got canceled, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're not my dad. George, the tone of this is not even like George being like, oh, she's canceling No, our he date. loves it. No, like, he's just like, wow, I, I kissed her so good that she didn't want to go out to dinner later. I, man, I made out with her so must good that she canceled our date tonight. Yeah, it, Kathleen's, like, paying a quick call to Jeff, like, I made a mistake. It's oh, God. Really funny. <laughs> you but put no, a clown nose because, on. Because, like, Kathleen's not doing this to, like... Be like, oh, I, I changed my mind. She literally means what she says. She's like, I had such a great time making out with you. Bye. I don't, I don't want to buy goodbye. Never speak to me again. Therefore, I'm done talking to you for today. She really is, re- man, she really is Grace's mom, huh? She's doing some fucking Pua shit where she's like, no, I closed. Bye. That's what Grace does, though. She's like, wow, Jack, that was such a good makeout. I can never speak to you again. Oh, well, we'll fucking get into Grace shortly. So, so, Ricky- so yeah. Ricky is here to admonish the parents again. They're reading he's, funny woman magazines. It's so funny. And then Ricky is like, he's like, I could keep an eye on your kids. And then they're like, wow, we're irresponsible mothers. Goodbye. We hate our kids. Goodbye. Hooray. Yeah, no, no, no. He, 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 he's like, he walks in and, and one of them just looks up and she's like, oh my God, is my son downstairs again? I'm so sorry. I can't keep up with him. And Ricky goes, you could if you tried. Oh. He's right there. Oh so, my so that's fucking funny. god! He's such a fuck. Yeah, he so yeah. He starts lecturing them about how about how they're bad. But mothers. yeah, he says like, "I'll I'll keep an eye on your kids for you." And they're like, "Good, we need to go." Yeah, I wonder if he remembers that he's on the clock at work. Uh, they mention that later. They bring it up <laughs> that he's on the clock at work. Yeah, no. Later, Bunny's like, "I when Bunny's <laughs> oh, shit, speaking to Ben." Right. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so the, it's very briefly mentioned. So they're like, "Well, we're gonna go out with Amy," and then so these people like everyone. No, no, no. Ricky's not saying, I'll watch your kids so you can go hang out with Amy. No, he's saying, he's... I'll watch your kids so you can go out now. Yeah, I'll watch your kids right now so you could go out and have fun without Amy. And then and then later, you, I guess, will have to find another place to stay because you're not fucking staying here. Yeah. And you're not going to see your friend Amy. No, he's just being, he's just, he just wants the kids, I guess. He wants to do have you, more. Ricky's goal think... in life is, hold on. Yes? yeah. Yeah. Ricky's goal in life is to have as many sweet scenes with children to help distract us smoke and mirrors from the fact that he's just a <laughs> tremendous piece of shit. Absolutely. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. A, pr- a prediction I would like you to make. Huh. Do you think that Amy's friends will appear in the next episode? No. They you will think not that be they're just going to be inexplicably again. gone. They found another place to stay and it's never going to come up again. Amy will yeah, Amy will be like will be like, "Well, at least Jane and uh, found a place to stay." Jackie. Jane and Jackie found a place to stay. 
goodbye I, and then they'll never be mentioned you know again. what i think i think you're right i don't think we'll ever see them again so adrian is with grace in the hallway at school because it's always hallways time and uh adrian's like uh i'm so excited to go to the market and get snacks so we can work on our final history paper and grace is like i want to have sex with jack first and i'll this see this is just can i say real quickly weird. uh all like this is the closest we will ever get again to season one like eating pretzels and ice cream grace and adrian friendship this <laughs> oh, is man, like, like adrian was like please grace please season one and then well, grace it's like, like it's like we always say when she's friends with someone that's, that's it, it's it for life but she's trying uh, so hard to make season one happen again and then grace is like gotta hang out with my shitty man yeah also i think i said that she that she says she wants to have sex with jack that is a mistake i didn't mean to say that she no, wants, she wants to, to make, make out, out with jack, jack. that's a and very adrian detail. says she's gonna get in so much trouble adrian says if you like jack so much why are you holding out on him Grace says it's because in case Daniel comes back. Sorry, no, Adrian, Adrian, says, Adrian, no, Adrian says that. Yeah, Adrian says, I bet you're holding out on him in case Daniel comes back. And and I said, who? And then Grace says, I'm not going to have sex with Jack unless there's no chance of me ever having sex with Daniel or any other guy because my numbers are getting too high, even though she already had sex for with Jack. Billy so, Rubin levels, which so stands for, yes. This is, i angry. You don't like this one, huh? Well, I well, I have feelings. So Grace, you don't like Grace. Grace that her reveals her true secret psychology high. of why she won't have sex with Jack, which is quote: "If I get back in bed with Jack, that's it. It's for life." Once she has sex with Jack, Jordan? that's it. Yeah, they made a reference the line that we always make fun of. They sure did, but uh, I don't. I don't think, I it, was don't think it was on purpose. No, it's because Grace has a very fucked up view of relationships for some reason, and. Well, okay, this is... She doesn't want her numbers getting too high. Well, no, no, but, well, Adrian called her out on that, and Grace admitted that that wasn't true. I just, I don't understand Grace's reasoning here. She doesn't... You know, I think the subtext is, and I don't think Grace knows this, I think the subtext is that she doesn't want to have sex with Jack. Ever. Well, no, 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 because she, she, she does... She wants to marry Jack for some reason. She wants to have sex with Jack if it's a marriage commitment and then sex. When does Grace get like this again? This uh, episode. This is what, right, <laughs> right, literally right now. We literally watched it happen. Literally right now. Here's what I don't get. Okay, she's like, she says, "Oh, having sex with Jack would require a lifelong commitment because that's the kind of guy he is." Uh, and and Adrian's like, "Oh, but that's not the kind of guy you are, or the or the Daniel is." And she's like, "No, so I'm not ready to have sex with Jack yet." Which sounds like she's saying Jack is like a super monogamous. Person no, she's saying like, that she doesn't want to get involved in Jack with Jack, and then he'll inevitably cheat on her again. But oh, but you know oh, what else I think is that Jack has been fucking waiting and edging for so long that if Grace ever had sex with him again, he would like literally die on the spot. Well, no, he would he would obliterate her like Superman. <laughs> he it would his, be like a football to her Kryptonian nut. Yeah. Uh. So, but okay, like what? Okay, so what you're what you're positing is that Grace is saying. I, I can only have sex with him if I get a commitment from him, because otherwise I don't trust him not to have sex with someone else. Yes, because that's what Jack but, does. But I can trust Daniel, even though she can't. The first time and we he had, had sex with and me, he, he like was ditched her at a party and yeah, broke up. <laughs> okay, her. fair enough. Okay, uh, I guess yeah, that that tracks. I guess so. Uh, Henry's sees Alice and he says, He's like, today, let's be friends again. And she's yeah, he like, says, I miss hanging out with you and Ben. And then uh, she says, I can't, I still love you. And then Henry says, 
we're too young and we should be dating other people because we have so little life I mean, experience. Yeah, we, we shouldn't have no just be with each other forever. We have so little life experience, Jordan. We have so little life experience, they, lot, they don't have much life experience and that's... And then what... I don't want to say the thing Alice says. No, 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 because Henry says we have so little life experience, Jordan, is what he says. He does say that. I don't know and what then, you're trying to... Uh-huh. Well, Henry... Because Henry says we have so little life experience and then... Yes... I, I really I really don't know what you want me to say here. Oh, you he know what I want you to say. I'm not going to fucking say what Alice says. <laughs> okay, All fine. Right, Alice says that uh, Alice says that she doesn't want to be a whore, but she does want to be his you whore. You didn't even fucking follow the setup. I don't know what your setup is. I don't understand. Let's try I'm again. I'm fucking reading the lines as they're written. I Sam, as a, as a podcaster, I respect you deeply. And maybe this is admonishing my own talents. I do not write written transcripts of everything that everyone says. I don't. Says. I, don't I, would I, I only write die. it down when I think that it's relevant. And I needs would to be said, like, die. I think, okay, I'll, I I'll heard take, Alice say the thing that here. You can send me I'll the take, line. I'll read. take it. I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. I'll take this bullet. Okay. Henry says that they have very little life experience, and Alice says, "You mean we're not whores?" Okay. And Henry says, "Yes." <laughs> I forgot and I didn't know he, you know I was so reeling from the thing that Alice says that I missed the fucking bonkers thing that Henry said where he says yes to that and then Alice says Henry I don't want to be a whore I want to be your whore oh my god Brenda what does that Brenda. mean Brenda Hampton Brenda I think I, that's I a callback to, to Alice fu- being funny sex crazy. The writing on this show is just like a fucking robot running out of battery, just like, <laughs> and then he says this, and then he <laughs> says that. And then it's getting too humid. That. It's getting too humid in the robot room. And then Alice says, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it's funny. This is a script that you write while falling downstairs. (laughs) I watched this episode at uh, at the one in the morning time, but I'm glad I stopped before this part. Oh, the first one. The first morning. Um, I'm really glad I stopped before I got to that line, because I think if I, in my tired state, had heard that line, I would have, I would have astral projected into the sun. Wait, you watched that at one, you, te- you texted me at work, being no, like, saying, what the fuck? I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I watched the beginning of this episode at one in the oh, morning. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I'm, I see. Okay. I'm glad that I got some rest before that fucking humdinger of a line. Okay, because the way my brain interpreted what you were just saying was, you watched that at one in the morning, immediately went to sleep, and then woke up while I was at work and said sam alice just said some shit in my dream so um, so henry so says to alice she's it's being selfish, selfish of you it's selfish not to be my friend because it's keeping ben from being my friend and then she's upset and that's the end of the scene so henry acknowledges that well whatever it's fine lauren runs into <laughs> madison lauren it's we'll never make sense of this show this is what this scene lauren runs into madison and she says hi i hate amy and then madison says same hat let's be friends she's literally she's literally i do want to i do want to sort of dig into what madison says here because uh lauren's like you're an idiot madison why'd you do what you did and madison says i felt felt sorry for jesse which is a hell of a thing to no no no. you don't get it lauren i just felt so bad for your boyfriend that he had to be dating you hold on no because i just remembered something so like madison says like oh jesse used uh used me my like 
low self-esteem to make me feel sorry for him and say I was beautiful or whatever. And then she says he has an annoying, beautiful smile. And this is a callback to the time where Lauren said he's always smiling. I hate that smile. Yes. Remember that? This Remember is that such a weird plot point. Madison's like, oh, he kept smiling at me and it made me feel it made me feel sexy and it ma- I, I felt sorry for him and it, his smile is just so cute. This but was a thing that Lauren was talking about in other episodes, though. Was right. Jesse's Lauren annoying said smile? That, and Madison's like, eventually, he kept smiling at me, and by by the time whatever, I couldn't stand his smile anymore. And Lauren's like, I yeah, I loved his smile too, but by the end of it, his smile was turning me off. And I'm just like, what? I'm sorry. What is this plot point? That Jesse this guy hold has on. such okay. a Jesse such a is, handsome is... smile that everybody vomits when they see it. Jesse, when he is engaging in intercourse, is just making a goofy, wide mouth grin. You think about that. You think about that and tell me that's not a turn off. <laughs> hey, you! No, I don't like it. Gorsh and he also co- t- constantly talks about how his bird says Obama. So yeah, Lauren's so like, Lauren says, "I need to get over it. Let's be friends again." Because it's we, Lauren's bo- we have burden to bear. Ground. Uh, and literally, what happens next is that. Is that Madison's like, yay, we're friends again. Should we go get Amy and it'll be like old times with the three of us? And Lauren's like, no. I need a break from Amy. (laughs) Yeah, I can't stand Amy lately. And they start playing the uplifting friendship resolved music. It's hilarious. Over Madison and Lauren giggling as they talk about how much they hate Amy. Thanks, Brenda. And then we... As the music continues, as the friendship rekindled over a shared we hatred of Amy music Amy. continues, we cut back to Amy being miserable in the counselor's Yay! office. Woo! We Woo! hate Amy! Yay! Thanks, they Brenda. Really, they worked it out! Yay! <laughs> Gosh, this show sucks! So Ben is here, and he's like, oh, what's going on? Can and I hey, help? And the- yeah. Hey. Yeah. This is the happiest Amy's been all day. Yeah, is when she's missing, talking to Ben. Ben is here. The it's Bamie, weird. Bamy 2.0, it's coming back. Ben so, has turned into one of the most inoffensive characters on the show, and I love for them being friends again if this is how their friendship's going to be, which it isn't. loves it. So Amy's like, oh, well, wouldn't it be a problem with Dylan if you wanted to help me out? And then Ben's like, ah, she'd get over it. I hate Dylan now. We've been yeah, on Yeah, I've day. decided for this part of the episode that I, I don't, don't give care a shit what Dylan that thinks. Way. Amy's like, I'll do it myself. And then Miss O'Malley's like, damn, that was a oh, good Oh, shit, pizza. I remember this is my office. Hey, hey, are you still here? Oh, my God. <laughs> she comes back and she's like, ah, good, get Joe out of here. Well, he took it over while I was gone. <laughs> So Amy's like, yeah, Amy's like, Amy oh, admits nice. that she was wrong and that it was actually good that it O'Malley nice made to her catch do this. Up. And then Miss O'Malley's like, I'll be, I'm a good counselor, unlike all the other ones, and I'll be here and I'll stay in my office till midnight if I have to to wait for no, you to get there. caught up. And, and then Amy's, Amy's like, I have to go. I it was I great work. catching up with my work, but I still can't finish it. I I am a mom with a job and I gotta go do this. And I list all the reasons that I don't have time for this. And then O'Malley says, You do have time for it, Amy, if you want to. And Amy says, How? And O'Malley makes a face, and that's the end of that. Um. So Ben is at the butcher shop now. He he got there. Um. <laughs> Ricky. So yeah, Bunny's like Ricky. Uh, Ricky <laughs> that's left. right. Bunny says Ricky left an hour early, and everything's fucked up now. She's running the butcher shop by herself, and she's like, you're in a good mood. And then Bunny says, life's not that good. It's really it's, something. Bunny like, Ben is, is like, happy. Yeah, she's like, you're in a good mood. That's fucked up, too. And then she's she explains what is going on with Ricky. What does and then, this show do to us where, like, Ben is happy and we're mad at Bunny for being upset about it? 
Like, like when Ben is happy, we used to be like, ugh. We but used now to clap like, our hands. We oh. used to clap our hands off when Ben was ha- was miserable. <laughs> and then Bunny was like, we hate Ben. And I'm Amy. Anyway, Ricky is babysitting Amy's friends. So he left her work early. Cause Amy's friends do that when you're the golden perfect boy. And then Ben says, I'm grateful that I have choices, choices. in my life. Do you get choices. it? Choices. And choices. then Bunny says, Bunny says, Blueberry Dylan is pancakes. jealous and controlling. And Ben says, ha ha, wow, word sure gets around. Even though, no dude. If Bunny knows this, obviously it's because fucking Ricky told her. Who else would oh, tell her? Oh, do you know what part I actually really liked? Um, do you know the part I actually really liked about this? What's that? Was the part when Bunny um, removed her face mask, her realistic <laughs> face mask, and underneath was Ken Fields. And Ken Fields is like, well, Ben, you see, the thing is, is that Dylan is smart enough to try to be friends with Amy and Adrian, so you can be friends with them. And also, you would lose your confidentiality if you were friends with all three of them, because Dylan yeah. would tell the... Like, like she fucking Ken Fields this this scene. She does. She's like, you can't be friends with Amy or Adrian for all those reasons. Therefore, you need to be friends with Alice and Henry again, and you need Feel to keep the love, them away man. from Dylan at all costs because that's the way of the world. Which is a super normal conversation. It's to have also with a apparently what Leo told her to say. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, Ben says no. Ben, Leo- ben asks her that, and yeah. she's like, no. Oh, and then she calls him a noodle head, which is hilarious. She just called him noodle head. And she says, yeah, Dylan's keeping her friends close and her enemies closer. So don't think that the fact that Dylan is being friendly with Amy and Adrian means you can talk to them. fucking Game of Thrones Khaleesi. Like, she says, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, Dylan. That's Littlefinger, not Khaleesi. And I quote, you're uh-huh. just not feeling the leash, but it'll tighten up. This show is so good about relationships. They've been on one date. You know, I was having uh I was having lunch with it with our mom today and I was telling her about the fucking that we weren't fighting that or this that wasn't a fight that's a relationship line. Ugh. And I just I now I feel like I need to call her and tell her about that one too because oh my <laughs> goodness. What is uh, this show? Who are these people? Why do they hate dating so much i don't fucking know so we cut to ricky who's reading oh he's such a nice he's so nice to the kids he's reading reading a book to them he's reading the fucking miserable looking children a story from the bedtime book of dreams a real book by an author and then and then the prospector started blinking again (laughs) wow that's amazing he's reading this bedtime book by the way at like 3 fucking p.m it's very funny. But and then like, one Ricky, of the boys is like, can you be my daddy? Because my dad is a piece of shit. And we Ricky hate says, all parents. You're the only good man in the whole world. <laughs> it's and then, it's ridiculous. Then Ricky it's gets the a call fucking, from eight. It's the fucking yeah. Superman Man of Steel shot where he's got like the fucking Jesus halo and the wings <laughs> behind him. It's like, fucking get over it. <laughs> this shot should be studied in every film class. Seriously. Um, so Ricky, Ricky's then like, Ricky, yeah, they're like, can you be my daddy? And then Ricky gets a call from Amy and he's like, hold on, kids. I gotta, I gotta admonish my fiance real quick. But I, I'm sorry. Ricky is like, Ricky, when, when the boy asks if he can be his daddy, Ricky's like, no, but I can be your friend, and I can't wait for my son to meet you. And he, he's like, he starts like telling these little boys, he's like, oh, you're so smart, you're such good readers, you know so many words, which is something he would never say to Amy, for the record. Yeah, he would never say she's a good reader and knows a lot of words. So then Amy calls him, and he and he says, you're, hey, uh, Amy, your just wanted to tell you, you're a bad reader, and you know very few words. He says, Amy, your friends won't be back when you finish work, but that's fine, because we're getting along great, these kids I'm and so- me. Oh, but, I'm so oh, glad I'm sorry. you got me more opportunities to get nice, sensitive man screen time. 
If I can, if I can talk about how Keith Truesdale was not doing it this week, I need to talk about the end of this scene and the beginning of the next scene. Go for and it. I'm gonna, have fun. I'm gonna do it as it happened on the show because it's such a fucking weird, jarring, fast, no pause, anything, no time to breathe, cut from scene to scene, and it was really hard for my brain to follow. And also, for the record, when Ricky is having this call with Amy, she's, like, clearly not on the other line. He's, it's just uh, Darren Kagasoff's, yeah, like, talking into a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, it's not, like, cutting to Amy. So we don't know what she's saying. So this is what happens, okay? Here we go. Oh, and uh, when I switch voices, that's Grace talking to Jack, okay, in the next scene. Okay, yeah. here we go. Yes. Your friends won't be back when you finish work, but that's fine, because we're getting along great here. You'd have to drop John off. We don't have our car seats for these guys. What's going on? So my dad's not going to be going to dinner with... It's like, it was so jarring because Ricky asks what's going on, and then we cut to Grace saying, uh, so George is not going out with Kathleen tonight, which, like, like sets they're supposed up my to be interconnected in some way. To think that these two things are related, which they are completely not related. It's, it's so fu- unbelievable. Cre- I had to watch, I had to watch Keith this goofed. five fucking times to detach the two scenes from each other and be like, okay, so Ricky said what's going on. We don't know. It probably doesn't matter. And now Grace is talking to Jack in a different scene about something. Just having flashbacks to. Speaking of flashbacks, I'm having flashbacks to the beautiful season one season of the best show of, of this, the best season of this show. Uh-huh. Remember the flashback episode where they like tried to establish continuity with like someone like tossed Adrian her keys in the flashback and then she and like then Adrian them. catches her keys in the present. She catches yeah. her keys in the present time. Man, this is this like sh- they were trying to do that, except but they, they weren't. Fun, but they did two completely unrelated scenes. Right, because they fucking do that like five times in this episode, cutting way too fast from one scene to the other, but also the dialogue kind of lines up, so your and there's brain like no is like... Establish- like, they, like, they usually do like establishing shots of like Jack's house or whatever, so you know where you're right. at. That's right, there were we no establishing shots in this one. Hard cut to Jack... Or there, there's no establishing, and there's also like a lot of the time we'll get like a reaction shot. Like if Ricky's on the phone, Amy will say something, and then we'll get Ricky making man pain face about it for a second as we get a little bit of like a musical cue, and then, and then we, we cut, cut to the Jack's next scene. Man pain. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, it Grace was is really like, weird. Grace tells about Jack about how uh, her mom canceled her date with George because he loved making out, and that made her want to make out with Jack. And this then Jack's is, like, "This is what's tragic about this scene, though, which is that Grace is like." Oh, my mom canceled dinner with George because the makeout was so good. And now she wants to have dinner with me and and Tom and Jacob, but I don't want to go to dinner. I just want to hang out with you and make out. But the tragedy of that is that what happens next is they start making out and she loves it so much that she says, I have to go to dinner. Goodbye. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah. So um, what actually what, happens? What actually happens? Jack- Jack's like, I don't want to kiss you anymore. If we're gonna, we're not gonna fuck. Mm. Yeah. If, if we're not gonna fuck, I mean, fair enough. If 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 the making out is making him horny, and then she's just yeah. leaving, and that's not what he's here for, then and fine. He's just like, have to fucking your lips do that. getting all chapped. So Grace is like, we just make out, and then she says, like, look, I don't want to have sex with you. And he's like, until until there's a a, a quote big commitment, she says. Yeah, she. Well, first Jack's like, you mean like not until like Tuesday? And then she says like, no, not until you make a big commitment. Then he's like, like married. And then she says, he's like, okay. He's like, look, no making out because I'm not making a long time commitment. And and he's like, look, you're in high school. I'm going away to college. This is not a good time for us to make. Suddenly, I'm very reasonable about this. This is the weird Jack is correct scene. Where he's like, if you can't, if you, he's like, oh, Grace says she likes sex more with a commitment. 
um, which yeah, is why nothing, she liked having sex with Daniel so much. Uh, yeah, so so Jack, uh, yeah, very reasonably says, like, if that's what you need, then let's just stop. And Grace is like, oh, you didn't just commit to marriage to have sex with me right now? How could you, Jack? What have, season I've is this? Seen, I've seen every other episode of this show. I know how long you've waited <laughs> That's for really this. out of character for you, Jack. What's going on? Uh, yeah, he says, I'm not prepared to make that commitment right here, right now. Uh, I don't think you are either. And Grace says, uh, yes, I am. I learned that I need a commitment to enjoy sex since last episode. And she and, won't, and the commitment she needs is not like, oh, we'll date. We're a, we'll, we'll be an exclusive relationship. It's like, you need to marry me, which is yeah, why it's her season and Daniel one again. Are, remember it's season one again. Here's, and here's the promise ring. Well, uh, here's the funny thing is that she says she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want Jack to be her marshal. She doesn't want to be like Jacob's mom. Yeah. And Jack's like, she, so if she learned one thing about her dad and, and her, uh, his awful Christian values that he obviously didn't believe in because he had a secret family. It's that they were correct and that uh, it's good to be <laughs> abstinent and good to make to wait till marriage. That's right. Yeah, everything Marshall told her well, is how she should behave. Well, fucking taught her the lifelong lesson by being such a shitty human being. How is being, that what she came away from? She this learned from, that Marshall was correct. She came away with it from this with a renewed sense of belief and conviction about everything Marshall told her to do. Well, yeah, because he did such a bad job that she wants to not be like him anymore. Yeah. I've taught so, you well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Grace says that, and Jack's like, uh, I'm gonna need to think about it. And he gets up, and he leaves the room, but then he walks back in and he says, wait a minute, I forgot. This is my room, and it's not funny. Ha, hoo, hoo, it's not hey. funny. No, 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 it's not funny. I'm sorry. It's, no, it's it was funny. funny. When, it's funny when Betty did it. It was funny when Betty did it. It's not funny. Uh, then he says, "I can't make that kind of commitment." And then they start playing the sad music. I so to say that we should have been like, "Man, I really wish that he had said he would marry Grace." They broke up like two and a half fucking years ago and have been making out since the day before yesterday. It's very sad though because I always thought Grack was Endgame, Avengers Endgame. So Adrian and yeah, speaking of commitments, that's speaking of uh, speaking of commitments, uh-huh. Adrian and Omar are like they've just they've just made love. They've yeah you know, they're wearing their post sex bed outfits. They've reached their they've reached the full Mass Effect, so they can like do the sex scene, play the cut scene again, whatever they want. And uh, and he's like, "Can I take a nap?" And then she's like, "No, you get the fuck out of my house. I hate you." We've ran out. Oh, and then the sex oh, was so good that you need to leave right now. This is. <laughs> This is my favorite is when Daniel Dome's like, I don't want to go home. Daniel's always knocking on my door asking if he should call Grace back. Hey, Omar. Hey, Omar. He's doing that because you're sleeping in his bedroom, you fucking freak. Weren't they neighbors? Yeah, they're neighbors. Yeah. But he breaks in. Yeah. So, so like, (laughs) Adrian's like, uh, Adrian asks if Daniel would marry Grace. Oh, but before that, Adrian's like, wait a minute, Daniel's trying to, Daniel's asking if he should call Grace back? I thought he was back with his evil ex. Oh, yeah, they're even saying this. No, friends. they're just friends. Remember, remember when, when Daniel remember ditched her at a party Dan- because he was so fucking anxious about seeing her? They're friends. Yeah, and then Adrian's like, do you think Daniel would ever marry her? And Omar's like, whoa, I don't know if I'm comfortable having a conversation about marriage with you, I've decided that I'm extremely comfortable having a conversation about marriage. Literally, literally, (laughs) what happens? He does the hand, he does the hand wave in front of your face, frowny face to smiley face transition. (laughs) He does! He's like, whoa, I'm not comfortable talking about that. 
but do you think you'll ever get married again? Will you marry me? I, I, I can't stress enough. I can't it's stress enough. It's not editorializing. That's what he I does. I can't stress enough. This is fucking word for word in quotes. I wrote this down. I don't down. even want this to talk exactly about marriage. Will you marry me? Do you think you'll ever get married again? Will you marry me? Seriously, marry me. God, this is, like, what this is, is that? This is immediately... I'm He's not comfortable like, talking about marriage with you directly, directly into seriously marriage. I would me. not even put a full I, stop period between the sentences. I would go semicolon between those two phrases. This seems a fucking mad magazine fold 'em up where <laughs> we just skipped their entire relationship. And he's like, what, me worry? Let's get married. They're at cutscene. They're at five social. What, me married? They did it. They're there. What else Adrian's, can they do? Adrian's like, uh, I'm not ready to get married again, especially before I'm out of college. And Omar says, but I'm getting out of college. <laughs> oh my god, that's not what this is about, Omar. By the way, that means that this guy's like 22 or 23. And this he's guy's a girl so who's fucking old, and he's so cool with marriage now for some reason. And he says, seriously, are you ever going to find a better man than me? <laughs> okay. What are you talking about? This okay. is like, they started dating like 10 episodes ago, Omar. And then eight, You've spoken uh, Omar, about everything that you could ever know, and now you're ready to get married just after saying you don't even want to think about Omar, marriage. Omar, he says a fucking season one Ben-ass quote. Mm. I love you, Adrian, and I don't want you to be with anyone else mm. ever again. Mm. And then they fucking do a big kiss, as if that's not a fucking bonkers bananas-ass thing to say. I mean, Adrian has yet to learn that relation- exclusive relationships can exist. They've been dating for like 10 days. <laughs> you know, that didn't stop Ben, did he? Ben was dating Amy for five days and he proposed, so. That's true. That's true. Actually, I don't know. Season one, time might have been passing. Yeah, that's true. Time then. might have flowed correctly. Five episodes, in season- though. Uh, so Adrian then starts freaking out. She's like, oh my god, Omar, things are going so well, you and now you just everything. ruined it. Like, we have to stop seeing each he's other, like, and Omar says, no, we don't. Oh, take as- you can wait as long as- he's put on some Poketon Ricky voice. Except, no, because Ricky would never say this. He's like, you can take as long <laughs> as you want to say yes. You can take days or months or even years when Ricky would have been like, date now! Yes, yeah. now or I leave! And I, I wrote down all of these quotes. He says- you can tell me a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, years from now, but no cheating. Oh and eventually, you have to say yes. No, she doesn't! That's really what? weird, Omar. She Why doesn't. Are you, you are the most fucking, you're like the oldest guy on the show who isn't an adult. And your view of relationships is on par with the horny boy from season one. That's the end of the scene, by the way. Omar fucking threw down the gauntlet, gave her an ultimatum, and the scene's over. I can't uh, wait to see where that one goes. I'm sure that this is the end of Omar. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I'm imagining that by the next episode, Omar will be gone. So Ben's doing homework, and yeah, Leo, Leo walks in and like, he says, Dylan? "What's up? You were quiet at dinner, but we can't have this scene at Jeff's for reasons that we'll get into in a moment. So we're having this conversation here instead." And Ben says, "Well, you're right. Now that we're here in the bedroom set, by the way, mm-hmm. I was sure at this moment." In time, as I was watching the episode, I was like, oh, they've been getting comments about how people were going to Jeffson too much in this show. So they've been dialing it back. Oh, no. The next scene is a Jeff scene. So, okay. It's Jeff's all the time, all the time. Betty and Leo are here. That means that Ben and Leo were at Jeff's. 
And they no, left. I guess we don't know that they were at Jeff's. We don't know. That no, they no, were at Jeff's. no, 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 no. You know that they were at Jeff's. Oh, we know. We know they were at Jeff's. But they like don't Poppy's say it. Tacos is still bought out. They never That's like right. restored that it. restaurant back to its own. Function. He bought it out and, and shut like, it down. They're not going to so, go to Fiano's because Ben just ate there. So Ben says, "Do you think that Betty and Camille could ever be friends?" And then he winks at Leo and he says, "Do you get it?" And Leo says. That friendship would not be sanctioned by me, which is weird. And then he repeats the fucking friends close, enemies Keep closer your friends bullshit. friends closer, your enemies closer. And then Ben says, uh, Adrian and Amy aren't Dylan's enemies. She's just being jealous and trying to overcome that by being friends with them. And Leo says, no, women are evil. And she's going to turn on them the second they're not in happy relationships of their own. And then <sighs> Ben says... Oh, I, I've been talking to Amy again. And Leo says, well, you better fucking stop because she's <sighs> we'll engaged to Ricky. And then oh, my perfect son, who I love. He says he says Amy's engaged to Ricky. And then he just goes, oh, no, don't even think about it. Why can't people be friends on this show? I don't think that Ben was doing anything. He was having a nice, reasonable conversation for one hour over a pizza. I ben mean, that gave- is weird. Ben gave no indication that he was trying to break up Amy and Ricky for him to date. He's happy with, he loves Dylan. He's fucking obsessed with uh, her. I've, I'm sorry. The leash is, the, Ben doesn't want the leash to tighten yet. And he knows they're not going to have no, sex. No, because he doesn't think that's happening. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. It doesn't make it, so, so, hey, we cut to Betty and Camille having dinner at Jeff's The Only Bar How did this grill. one, this, this is one of those scenes that they couldn't show on screen because there's no way they can make this make sense of like, Betty and Camille meeting for dinner. Anyways, it really doesn't. It, yeah, like she I, says, I like we should meet on neutral ground. Like, what yeah. the fuck? She's like, uh, Camille's talking about nuclear she's ground. Have What's kids. that? I'm Betty. Yeah, she's like, I don't think Leo was gonna change his mind. You got Leo wants me to talk to you and make you not want kids. And Camille's like, I gotta. Have you kids. wanted to meet on neutral ground. I don't know if I can get to Switzerland by dinner. Oh my god, that's so funny, Betty. I don't know why I'm doing Betty voice for that. Um, so Betty's <laughs> Camille's like, just fucking Im- imitating Betty to her face. <laughs> oh god, that's so rude of her. So Betty's like, "Hey, I want to help save your relationship. Aren't you a little? Aren't you a little old to have a baby?" And Camille like, says that can- you're too old to have a baby. Camille says like science could do anything, and then Betty's like, "It would wreck your sex life." Ben is so fucking screwed up. Leo doesn't want to do that again. Extremely weird, by the way. That Leo's ex-wife is saying this, but okay. Yeah. Very weird that they're having about this a, conversation. About an unrelated kid that she lived with for, like, a year. Um, and then, yeah. And, and not to mention telling Camille, like, you're too old and it'll ruin your sex life now, I have with to my ask ex-husband. You, I have to ask you, because I wrote down these words um, about Leo doesn't want to roll the dice. Did, was that a real thing that they said in the episode, or was that a note that I took? Uh, I, th- about, like, I think, yeah, I think Betty did say Leo doesn't want to roll those dice again. About, like, do- he doesn't want to risk having an awful son like Ben again. That, yes, correct. Betty sa- talks, yeah, so, like, Camille's like, I don't really feel comfortable talking to you about this. And then Betty's like, but we're friends. But you know what's funny? What's funny? Betty. Betty's talking with her mouth full. Is she wearing her college cool clothes or no? No, she's not. Uh, so, uh, we're so at the guest yeah, house. Uh, uh, Jacob is waiting in the guest house and Margaret's here instead. Surprise. She's, and she says, she's I caught anything of this boy she's like uh, you know my prison son's terrible and i hi know. i'm i'm margaret and i nice know you, to meet Jacob, you for some reason nice to meet you by the way uh she says i caught ethan sneaking out of the house and i i came here to tell kathleen about it because i couldn't do that over the phone because i couldn't and yeah uh ethan ethan said to margaret that he was just sneaking over here to copy, copy jacob's homework. homework but margaret could tell oh she sees through all of his lies she says you're too young to be hooking up with 17-year-olds. And hey. Then, yeah. 
why are these 17 year olds coming to this guest house to have like a foursome with two you know first of all we know that this is the guest house where teen foursomes happen oh that's, god that's happened before second of Damn all it. second of all I hate to think about it, and I was trying to talk to you about this earlier in the episode, and you seem to completely ignore it, which I understand. I'm just saying. It's bad. Oh, yeah. I, it's it's possible that I couldn't hear you because you were cutting out earlier. So, so yeah, no, she's, like, you're t- she's like, you're too smart to get involved with Ethan. I know he's capable of getting into trouble, and I also somehow know about the car incident for some reason. She says he's off to a bad start. That wasn't his fault. It was Tom's fault, but that's his fault, and it's fine. Um, he didn't fucking do anything. Jacob apologizes and says he has no friends and that the girls were very pretty. And then she says, yeah, well, they're the not coming over. Hmm. That's that's the end of that scene. Yeah. So Amy is okay. This cares. is a, this is the fun <laughs> who fucking part cares? Jacob doesn't matter. Who is he? Amy is studying with her dad and he's like he's like he's like oh I don't know where my friends are. By the way, she says the words Ricky is such a nice guy. The, the scene fucking they just begin by being like. Isn't Ricky great? We love Ricky. Um, he's Amy amazing. Thanks- he helped with the kids, and he let me do this. And he <laughs> Amy thanks George for not going on a date with Kathleen, and then he lies and he's like, "You're well, you know." In his head, he's like, "Damn, damn, she canceled that date. I love it." But in but his mouth says, "Well, you're much more important than wife number one," which I thought was a Man. hilarious lie that he told. This, this really is just like a fucking Schrodinger's cat because. This would have been my cool teen moment if Kathleen hadn't canceled the date, but instead no. she did, which made that I don't my think cool I have moment. a cool teen moment in this episode. Uh, I'm you trying have to. to think real quick. Yeah, I know I have to. My cool teen moment is um, it's the part where Ben, where like all the cool, the cool friend teens go to play Halo, and Ben is just hiding, staring into the corner. <laughs> I thought that was very, very funny. It was funny. Uh, Anyways, so, yes, this would have been nice had we not know had Kathleen not done the thing. Like if he had been like, "Sorry, Kathleen, this is more important," which you know yeah, so, I would have hated to give George any recognition. But yeah, so George my favorite lies part to is when Amy says, "Amy says, do you think we'll ever be friends?" Well, specifically, she she says it. I know like, she's well, like, "Do you think that you and I will ever like talk like adults?" And he's like, and "Sorry, George says, you're... sure, if you ever grow up and act like one, which is really nice." And then uh, he's like, now I'm going to quiz you. Who is allied with whom during World War II? And then Amy, Amy, who, by the way, is a high school senior, is uh-huh. like, I don't even know what allies are. Now, it's like, what, did she, now she does say, I'm so tired, I can't remember what allies are. She does say that, which I don't, I don't fucking I don't buy, buy that shit. But yeah, I'm she sorry. Do, she I, doesn't I just like, say, I don't know what those are. Like, I was in elementary school, like, war boy, and I always liked to read about World War II as a kid, so I don't know, like, my finger on the pulse of what- Yeah, you, you went to your little Civil War reenactments. I, yeah, my little- as I said, Civil War, not World War II, thank you very much. But, like, um- You said- you said war boy. I was- <laughs> I did say war boy. Um, but, like, so I don't know- I don't have my finger on the pulse of World War II knowledge, but I- I really think that once you're in high school, you know who fought in World War II. And you probably know what the word ally is. World War, well, yeah, and then Amy's like, an ally is a friend to the LGBT community. George says, oh, <laughs> right, yeah. Shailene says that. Shailene George, says that. George <laughs> helpfully teaches his daughter what the word allies means, and he says, Allies are like friends, two countries who share a common enemy or a common goal, that allies change over the years. Do you get it? <laughs> and I typed in my notes... To end that quote, do you get it? Do you it? get it? But then George... As a, as, a, as a goof. George read your notes and he said, do you get it? George literally says, do you know what I'm saying? Hey, Ames, do you think this means anything? 
like, oh my god, George, you weren't being subtle. Yeah, Amy's like, I guess I shouldn't be friends with Ben, and then George is like, not unless you want World War Three. <laughs> Why would that be a fucking problem? Well, you see, what if Ben and Amy date, and then Ricky be mad? Yeah, and then George says, here's what you gotta do. Tell Ricky you talk to Ben, and then just drop it. You don't need to be enemies, oh but you don't god. need to be friends. Oh my god! That's Why the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode of why does it fucking matter so much? Jesus Christ. Men can't be friends with women is one thing that Brenda would tell, oh tell me. Oh God, Jordan. It's like Mike Pence's weird marriage contract where he can't be like <laughs> alone in a room with another woman. Or he'll uh, die. Who are your favorite and least favorite characters? Favorite character, fucking, oh God, uh, I guess Ben, I guess. I, I didn't say Ben. I, you know what? Nobody was good in this episode. But Kathleen, we we say favorite in the episode, and I, I, George, mm, yeah, I mean, he was in for five that, seconds. If you want, if you want to get that audio on the record, you totally can. We 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 are talking in a vacuum, episode to episode. I know, here. I know. Within I know. this episode, George didn't do anything wrong. He did tell Amy that she's not allowed to be friends with Ben. She he gave her that advice. He didn't tell her. True. Uh, oh no, you're right. He, he did make that comment about like as soon as you grow up. Never mind, it's Ben. That's Ben. Thanks, Ben. It's Ben. And least favorite is um, I guess I don't want to say uh, Amy. I said I said Ricky, and if not Ricky, then Lauren, and if not, well, Lauren, it's got to be. Oh else. yeah, sorry, Lauren. Ma- I forgot about Lauren and Madison. My bad, Lauren and uh, Madison. I have, a, I have a point. I have a I have another note uh, on something that didn't come up. Huh. Um. So Kathleen canceled her date with George. She did, and it was great. And then Grace said. My mom canceled her date with George because it was so good that they made out, and now she wants to have dinner with me and Jacob and Tom. Yeah. The next time we see any of those characters is Jacob hanging out in the guest house alone, the guest house in which Grace lives. Yeah, the di- I maybe Kathleen made out so good that she also canceled dinner plans with her own family. <laughs> she made out so good that they all had to move out. Yeah. Alright, let's did, go into why, questions. Why, why fucking bring it up if you're going to do this? Anyway... Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. Here's one that says anonymous. For whom? It's from anonymous and it okay. says, which slope characters are INTJs? Uh, I don't know anything about yeah, my don't. Shit. I, uh, Dumbledore! No, Isaac I, Newton. I think that it's fucking Leo Blankovich is an INTJ. It's all fake and it's all bullshit and it's not real so it doesn't fucking matter. Um, you, know, anyway. you know who's the real INTJ? Uh, the girl reading this. Who? The girl what? reading this. What'd you say? The girl Sorry, reading this. Sorry, your audio cut out when you made the joke you just made. Try the again. The girl reading this. Hmm? One more time. The girl reading this. Sure. The um, girl reading this. I feel like if... Okay, to offer a serious uh, question, Joe and divorce attorney. Because they're well, the I would, I would have to give it to Ben because that INTJ stare that he did at the wall... He did, yeah, he stared at a wall. I, I'm So, Ben, Divorce Attorney, and Joe. Trash Squatch Great. asked, Seen any neat dogs lately? I did, actually. I saw a really neat dog. Can I tell you my dog story? Seen any neat dogs? I, I'm just... I didn't see Moose. Okay, yeah, I'm just... I'm having a moment because uh, in the Discord, uh, <laughs> Bodark Trash Squatch said, I sent in a very important question about the literary devices at work in the show. And I, I've been dreading it all day of what, what's my smart answer going to have to be. Um, 
No, I've ne- I I don't I've never seen. Oh, sorry, dogs. I misread dogs. It actually says uh it says uh like Dutch angles camera work. No, they didn't do any camera work in this episode. No, um, I saw a dog at work the I other like day. I like that you you tried to think of literary devices and you and oh you, you said, said liter- camera I was work. thinking of cinematic devices. My bad, I forget that lit cinema and literature. Well, are not- you you read the Game of Thrones series finale script earlier today. I love so the you- Game of Thrones. So you 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 mixed them all up. I did jumble them up, and I thought about, like, well, you know, a script is literature. Anyways, I saw a dog. It was really big. It was brown and fluffy, and it was a service dog in training. So I was really wanted to ask what kind of dog it was and get a picture of the dog, but I didn't want to disrupt the dog's important work, so I didn't. Right, you gotta, you gotta give it some space so it can digivolve to rookie. It can, it can do that. It can learn how to dial 911. Like, if I, that's probably what happened to Moose, is, like, Moose was learning how to dial 911, and they were about to teach him how to stop or how to not do it. And then someone was like, hey, neat dog! Well, what they were doing was they were teaching him how to dial all the numbers, and he got as far as 911, but then he... Then he, then he, he got, yeah, then someone... It started ringing at that point, and he's like, whoa, wow, this is cool weird. I, not, I don't need to learn any more numbers. Someone walked up to him and said, bad whitey. Here's one from Anonymous. Uh, it's from it's from friend of the show, HCabe, who says, Cabe here, asking for work. Valid. Do you think that if the show hadn't been canceled, they would have done like Degrassi does and cycled out the cast for new younger students? Or do you think they would have just followed these characters into their 20s, rendering the name of the show very stupid? So we're asking Boy Meets World versus Degrassi, right? I I, I can tell you, having seen season five, they absolutely would have done that because season five, we have, we've met We Ethan. know Ashley leaves. We haven't met Kathy yet. Who? Oh, we got we got another we got yeah, another true. new so, like, main character team incoming. Like, Amy would have gone to college. Madison and Lauren would have fucking died in a car accident or whatever. And then we would have spent sex. time with fucking Ethan, Ethan and Kathy. And, like and Griffin would come older, back. Then Ashley yeah. leaves, so Amy gets a new sister. Like Roberto gets like hit by it. He uh, Roberto finds a Zoltar machine, and uh-huh. he becomes like big and sexy, like an yeah. adult man. Just and like maybe, John already was from age, just being so old. Yeah, he's so old. John would, yeah, if we wait long enough, generational gap, they will create the Boruto of Secret Life, where like John gets a girl pregnant. <laughs> Jordan, they already have created the Boruto of Secret Life. His, His name, name is Roberto. Yeah. What are you talking about? Those are all of our questions. Thank Those you very much questions. for this. They you. were good. Bangers. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash posistressesme, twitter.com slash bradipusrexisjordan. We have a Discord where you can uh, lie to us about the questions that you're sending in and what the nature of them is, and then Jordan will misunderstand them anyway when I say what you And you, you can said. look at our happy cuck face emoji. <laughs> you can look at our new happy cuck face emoji. Uh, you, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash jurgenit. Uh, $1 gets you access to any of our bonus content. Uh, Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings. Uh, the Grant High School Exchange Program, where we watch a different high school teen movie every month. My schedule has been a complete fucking train wreck lately. The next one will happen eventually. I'm sorry, I'm springing on this on you now, Jordan. I don't no. know when I'm going to be able to do that. Yay! Okay. We, if 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 need be, we will continue these after the show ends just to get through our list. I haven't even had a chance to fucking edit the last fan fiction reading that we re- recorded like two weeks ago. Yay! Sorry, Whoops. everyone. Hey, we love work. Yay! Uh, Five dollars gets you a special shout out in the podcast. Plus, you can send in a message that we'll read in Ben voice ASMR optional. Jordan. Yes. We have one. Holy shit! What? You're gonna be really, really upset, I'm and it's all upset. your fucking fault.
that wasn't ASMR. That was just me uh, being haunted at Jordan. $10 gets you all that previous shit, plus a uh, super special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the recordings live while they happen, uh, which is going to be 7 p.m. PST on Wednesdays for the foreseeable future because my work just did some shit to me that I'm very mad about, and now it we have to record a snap video. Hooray! Hey! Uh, it's it's amazing that I've been holding it together as well as I have because I've been very very angry this entire time we've been recording about the shit that my work is doing. Well, it's to good me. that it's good that our it's good that Brenda's show is so nice and fun. Yeah, it's just a real fucking palate cleanser. Hey, tell uh, me more about uh, our Patreon and about this message. Yeah, uh, thank our know. thank our fun patrons first. Yeah, we'll we'll do the shoutouts first. So shout out to our ten and five dollar subscribers: Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cape, Stephanie Ruff, Doctor B Dandy, The Smoking Dad, Colby, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thanks so Woo! very much. Hell and yeah. And we got a message here. Yes. From Dr. B. Dandy. Oh, thanks, Dr. B. Dandy. Dr. B. Dandy says, I'm listening through the Patreon episodes, and Jordan, I think the regular listeners deserve to know your sin. In the <laughs> oh, commentary for season one, episode four, you say, in reference to Ben and Amy going to study, quote, I'm going to study that pussy. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. Please read... I'm going to study that pussy in Ben voice, you bastard, says Dr. B. Dandy. <laughs> this is my favorite thing, because I don't remember saying that at all. So now it's going to be change. on record forever. Hold on. Oh, let me give me a few practice rounds, because I haven't done Ben voice like fully in a little while. I'm going to give you as many as I think you need ah. until it's good. If you ah. get it right on the first Ooh. time, then that's fine. Mm, I'm going to study that pussy. Good. We're done. <laughs> Podcast over. That was so Delicious. good that I have to leave. So funny, I forgot to clap. Please clap. <laughs> uh, you can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com, where we are hosted by our friend Matt on his podcast network of Noise Space at noisespace.xyz, uh, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as. Uh, hey, hey, keep it together. Great. Uh, the Island Shuffle. I heard a rumor that there's going to be a new episode of My Pod Cabbages coming out soon. Ooh, special special sneak preview, unless that comes out before this one, because mm. we won't be posting this for a few days. Uh, the Stick! Oh, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Just finished the full for season one of Modazushi. Uh, 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 picking up something good, a Radiohead podcast. Uh, fear baiting, and... And? 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 And we got another new fucking podcast. God, it's growing, expanding. It's blowing up. Welcome to the fucking network, Radish. What is that one? It's a podcast where four people talk about things that they like. I've never heard of that podcast format before. It's but I'm got, sure this uh, one's a good one. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I've, I've listened to a few episodes. I have so many fucking podcasts on my thing. I need to get. I need to listen to more Radish. I've no, been just I, I, mainlining I to it, Shrieking Shack uh, some months ago when they did an episode about. I don't remember. Sorry. Fuck. It's good though. Oh, oops. Game of Thrones. It was probably it was probably about Game, about of, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Check out Rats. Hey, you're, if you're saying, saying the words, I can't hear you. Hello. Hello. Who? Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. Jordan. Yes. I have one final story that I'd like to share with you before we sign off. Heard. Make it brief. Her. <laughs> Thank you. I said heard, which is what you say in a restaurant, which is where I work. Oops. Oh, I've, okay, fine. I've never heard that. Uh, so it was my birthday a few days ago. 
Uh-huh. Thanks thanks for wishing me a happy birthday, asshole. Just kidding. Oh, I forgot you. to I forgot to I was gonna do that goof at the beginning of the episode. I did wish you a happy birthday, but I was you gonna did, say you did in fact wish me How a happy did birthday. Brenda's you know, Brenda's birthday gift to you treat you? Oh, I didn't like it. Uh I did okay. in fact have to watch this episode on my birthday. Uh so our mom uh gave me a birthday call, as moms do. Uh uh-huh. it was very nice. Thank you, mom. Yeah. Uh I'm watching the episode. I'm very angry, I'm very upset. And because of my horrible schedule, I ha- it's like fucking 11.30, it's like late, I have very little time, I-, I have no time to fucking do anything besides watch the episode and then go to work so I can go to the fucking dentist to have a hole put in my head, which is what they do at the dentist these days. Trepanation. Uh, early in the morning today, which I did, and I have a crown now and I love it. Uh, oh, you're the king. The yeah, I'm the king. king. I am the king. Uh, they gave my tooth a little hat. Uh and then I'm watching the episode, I'm so fucking upset, and I'm fuming, and then my phone starts ringing, and it's it's mom again, and I'm like, hello? And mom is like, oh, Sam, I forgot to tell you, I saw Pete Holmes on $100,000 Pyramid, and he was doing really good. Okay, I'll let you go, bye. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Let's sign off. Let's go. I'm tired. Like we always say. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. And thanks, Brenda, also. No. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.